we were together for the last uh, almost five months. We actually broke up two days ago. <gasps> oh, oh, honey. Welcome to the Oh Honey podcast, where you get the sticky and the sweet with Amanda. Oh, what's up? I'm Amanda. You're Summer. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> with Amanda and Summer, guys. <laughs> and today we have a very special guest, Sam Damashek. Guys, Sam Nailed is one it. of the most amazing creative photographers ever. And you are from San Diego? Laguna Beach, of course. Because um, I love Laguna. That's like one of my favorite it's beaches. It's gorgeous, I've never honestly. been. You, you, you wait, what? What? Yeah, I've never You've been. You've never been to Laguna? Who are you? No. We should take a road trip, honestly. I'm down. It's I like an it. hour and a half, and it literally feels like you're in a different country. Like it's just I literally amazing. did my, one of my photo shoots for a calendar there, and it's like so amazing. I love it. You know, I've like the rocks been. and stuff? Of course. So much yeah, no, the beaches are like unmatchable. They're really? Insane. Yeah, because yeah, the beaches here, I'm like, eh, okay. I, I don't really like LA beaches. I mean, Malibu's okay, but... Yeah. I like Manhattan, but yeah, like, Manhattan I kind of like the nice. town of Manhattan because it's so cute. I just, I don't know, like... I grew up in Laguna, so is the water the warmer? Beaches there are just ins- no, like water temperature is pretty I'm, much I'm the used same. I'm to Florida but like, beaches, so I like yeah. the warm water. Yeah, that's whole nother level. You but know? if it's a beautiful water, view, I'll I'll take it. Yeah, no, the views are amazing. Yeah. There's like coves and cliffs, and oh, it's super cool. Oh, that sounds so nice. Yeah, that's yeah. what I like about it. Like and you went to high school stuff. there? Yeah, I did. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And did you finish high no, school? No, I didn't. You didn't finish high school either, Summer. So we're like best friends. Yeah, Bonding. Wait, how far? The school did... is good. Education is important. Disclaimer. Yeah, no, but, it is. It is. But you can get educated in different ways. How so, far did you make it? So I went. I went to high school. Like I went a little bit in second grade. I went kindergarten for a little bit, and then high school. I dropped out like three months before it ended. In, oh. In oh no 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 high you, school but freshman year. Wait wait. <laughs> you dropped out freshman? freshman year. Okay, see, I made it. I like, I, I made it till the end. I dropped out like three months before high school ended. So like, see, you were semest- a trooper. I yeah. was like, you know what? Mm-mm. First semester, senior year. Well, I begged my parents the whole time. I was like, please, like, and I will say disclaimer. I didn't fully drop out because I did do online school. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrapped it up on online last semester. I was on like the road and traveling, but um, I literally I begged my parents to do online for like all of school, and then I kind of just realized that I had to like escalate my career right until it was like why did you beg them to do online school high school was tough I mean it started off great like I I initially went into school and was like this is so cool like how could anybody not like high school like what an amazing opportunity I'm doing cross-country like I did the- like a lot of people don't know this about me but I did theater so I was in like 14 plays oh, he's um, an actor. I, yeah I ran varsity cross multi-talented yeah, yeah. <laughs> ran varsity cross country I did model United Nations where like you debate like world topics at conferences and stuff like that like I really really was into school my academics weren't the best because I had trouble focusing but overall like I definitely had a ton of school spirit and towards the end of freshman year like I picked up the whole photography thing and Keep it short and sweet. I'm sure you guys know from you know your blossoming careers, but gen- generally when you're young and you find something that you really like, if you're successful with it, a lot of times your peers aren't going to take well to that. So um, the jealousy. Yeah, the majority in. the majority of my school kind of like flipped on me, including even some of the teachers. And there's just there's a lot of really? con- yeah there's just a lot of like controversy around what I was doing uh, like everyone just had something to say and kids got jealous and would talk shit and it got so out of hand that I just felt like it was putting such a damper on my creativity and my own confidence that like being at school wasn't healthy 
And I already was missing so much of it to work that I'm like, okay, like I'm surrounded in a place where everyone is just criticizing heavily everything I'm doing and not in a good way. I mean, look, constructive criticism is great, but You're negative criticism, negative. Yeah. yeah, just negative, bad place. negative criticism. I like was missing school because I had a ton of work and I just have always felt like my intelligence couldn't be displayed in a classroom. Right. You know, like I know I'm a smart person, but my grades, my grades were never excellent because I just couldn't focus. Like I, my ADHD is off the charts. So, you know, the accumulation of all of those things, I was just like, guys, like, please, can I leave school? Like this and that. My mom, my mom was very supportive and definitely kind of on board with me pursuing an online education. My dad and like, Almost everybody in his side of the family, they went to Harvard and played like semi-professional sports. And so he's like, what yeah, do you like, want to do? He was like, excuse me, like <laughs> yeah. you want to pursue photography? And like, I, I get it at first, like they're skeptical parents, but yeah. I got my career to a place where they're like, oh shit, you know, like, yeah, was, yeah, we'll let you leave now. We trust you now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know what like, you're doing. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, sometimes really creative people, like, you just don't thrive in, like, a little, like, you, I don't like to be boxed in either. Like, high school just wasn't. 100%. Like, school just wasn't, like, I didn't thrive in school. It wasn't because, like, the, my grades and stuff were fine. Like, it wasn't, like, the, like, academics that were horrible for me. It's just, like, I don't like to be boxed in. I don't like to be told what to do. I, I want to, like, embrace my creativity and just do my own thing, yeah. you know? I, I have, like plethora of thoughts on on school and yeah, education and everything. I, I, think, <laughs> I think that's a that's a whole thing like even with like when I went to school I learned things like and even in math like I was just doing pre-cal calculus calculus like mm -hmm. trigonometry and just all this stuff that I never use now but it exercised my brain in different ways too that yeah. you know it's good for problem solving no, I support and I support like the structure that school gives kids because I think that's important like it definitely yeah. parlays into you know like growing up and homework homework equals responsibility like later in life going to school is similar to like attending work like you mm -hmm. know that that schedule so I see the purpose in it obviously it's been yeah. around for ages but I just disagree with certain aspects of it oh, yeah. yeah it sucks that it's so cookie cutter because everyone's so different like there's yeah. people like mm -hmm. us who want to be more creative and do our own thing and not be like you know it's like yeah for sure i wish there was like more like not so cookie cutter everyone has to do the same thing like but it's just annoying i, I wonder though because like i was never homeschooled like my niece and nephew are being homeschooled right now but the way that they are able to mingle with other kids and stuff mm. was through um now they're doing karate which my mom teaches in south florida so they're like with all the kids that do that they have like the neighborhood kids, but they do a lot of like activities and sports just to socialize. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, how did you find a, a way to do that with like? I mean, like at the even... at the point that I started online, I'd been I'd been already... in the public school system for like twelve or thirteen years. Yeah, yeah you're so, pretty like, much on your way out. Yeah, I was like senior? at that point, I was like, see ya, like I'm out of here. So and you were yeah. a senior when you dropped out? Um, yeah, I was a senior. I dropped out to go on. Do you guys know the Dolan Twins? I, yeah. I dropped out to go on tour with them. Um, so like I, I literally, met them when they were like 15. I know, crazy. I yeah. literally left school and like they, I mean, I thank them. Can I hope they watch this? I thank them completely for the opportunity. Like that was, mm -hmm. that was the turning point where I was like, like mom, dad, you know, I have the opportunity to travel literally the entire world in the span of two months and get paid to do it. And it, like, this is, this is fucking insane. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. 
And so, yeah, I left and then got on a plane and like traveled for two months. And then after that, I was on a plane like pretty much every week following. That's awesome. I feel like you learn so much when you're traveling. Oh my God. Yeah. And you meet yeah. some of the coolest people. Yeah, too. for I sure. I've learned so much being outside of school. Like, remember, we were just talking about like they don't teach you how to balance a checkbook, pump mm. gas. Like when I like dropped mm. out and I like was dry, I, I learned things from my mom and stuff pumping. And like all my like friends I would hang out with, they're like they didn't know how to do it and stuff. So I'm like, you don't yeah. know how to pump gas or anything. Like, <laughs> do you your guys? laundry? No, I yeah. still have friends that don't know how to do their laundry. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Honest, like I'm gonna be completely straight up. The two things that taught me most about anything is traveling, just because it like I feel like being able to see how big the world really is makes you think bigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it puts everything. Yeah, because I feel like we think we're in this little world and everything matters. Yeah. It's like there's a whole world it out there. Put, you it don't puts even everything know it. into this perspective where you start to think bigger. And then also living on my own. I moved out and started living by myself a year and a half ago. And like, I'm going to be completely honest. When I moved out, I didn't know how to cook. Didn't know how to use a dishwasher. Had never done you laundry. You had to learn to I'd survive. Like barely, I, I, didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know how to use cooking. I was like, I was a lost cause. My mom yeah. was making so much fun of me. She'd have to come up and visit me to like help me with everything. I would like pay people to do my laundry. I was, I was like a little boy. Yeah. And then I realized like, it, I, I'm going to like in, when I was living at home, I was sort of arrogant. I was like, I know everything. Like, you know how your parents are, oh, you're such a smart ass. You think you know everything? And in my head, I'd be like, yeah, like I do. Yeah. I'm so yeah. smart. Are you kidding right. me? Um, and that was just and then like, you're like Whoop, and then as soon as check. I moved out, I was like, whoa, I yeah. I'm actually so naive. This is crazy. And I like called my mom one day and I'm like, you were so right about everything. Like, That's so true yeah. with parents. Like when they tell you stuff, you're always like, okay, whatever. You no, don't even care. I, There's so many times that I've thought to myself, like, I'm sorry, mom. I feel like I feel like you I feel like early adulthood is just all of those like epiphany moments where you go, whoa, like my mom that time when she said this when I was 12, she was so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm it's just like with age is wisdom, right? You mm -hmm. get a little bit wiser. Yeah, sure. You always think you're so wise when you're young, and like you know, like when everyone's like, you know, adults will tell you like, oh, you'll, you'll, one day you'll know your mom's right, and like you like, oh, like shut up, whatever. Yeah. I'll never think that. Like I'll never think my mom's yeah. right. And I'm like, wow, I wish I. And then it makes you think like, I wish I listened to them. Like mm -hmm. life would be so much easier. But you know. I think you it's because you have to yourself. learn from your mistakes. Oh, 100%. So if you don't witness it yourself, how yeah. can you learn? Because that's the best way to learn. It's like mm -hmm. moving out and learning how to, and having to learn how to do dishes and cooking and everything. Yeah. That's the best way to learn. I think, but I think. Like, my ahead. question, like, this is all great, but we're here to talk about love and dating. Yes. Right? So, I mean, it, you do learn a lot through, but through traveling, like, what is that like? Because you were like bouncing around to different countries. How many places have you been? Like, have you just been everywhere? I have no idea. I'd have to like, I'd have to really sit down and like actually go through my camera roll. I'd have to go through their tour schedule um, and like break it all down. Yeah, but a lot. That's crazy. Just a lot. Yeah. You're like, no, you're like, yeah. there's a lot. You're this. young too. How old um, are you? Turning now? 20 next month. 20. Yeah, you're so young. Yeah. But that's great though. I mean, you're able to do things that people never do in their lifetime, and mm -hmm. you're 20 and you've done them. Like you've been around the been world. There, I'm, done that. Cool. I'm very grateful. Very, very but grateful. even like, I feel like at this age, you know, when I was 20, I was like, all right, just dating and like, mm -hmm. not in like a serious relationship, just kind of exploring what I want and finding what I want in life. So. Yeah. No, that's kind of been like the weird predicament, I guess, that I've always been in. Is I mean, I feel like my life's different than most, um, you know, 19, 20 year olds in the sense that like I do have a large amount of responsibility and I'm super busy and always traveling. So it was always hard for me to commit to relationships because like, 
you know, I always felt like the person didn't know what they were signing up for. Like I'm, mm. I'm a good guy, but I definitely, I come with baggage in the sense that like my career and how much I'm gone and like all of that's difficult to handle. And I also don't want to invest like that much of my time to someone unless I'm like super, super serious about it. Mm-hmm. So it's been tough because I'm trying to test the waters. I'm trying to like figure out what I like, who I like. But at the same time, it's, you know, I feel like I'm at this place where time's, you know, time's always irreversible. But right now, like my time is so critical and what I do with it is so important that you Work can just, your love. Yeah, like you can, <laughs> exactly. You can yeah. blindly give up so much of your time and energy into something. And then a few months later go, oh my God, like. I got nothing from that. Like that yeah. wasn't for me. Like but you were just fooling like around. You know in what I mean? every, well, yeah, it just depends. Cause I feel like every relationship short or long, whatever I've been in it, it I've learned a lot from it in the sense of about myself, for like sure. how I react to things, mm-hmm. like what I want in a person, like yeah, you learn like, what you want and yeah. what you will and will not put up with. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a whole process. hundred percent. So it just goes in with the whole, like you live, you learn, like yeah. if you don't date, like how would you know who you, what you like, what you have to like yeah, find no, out. Definitely. You know? I mean, I encourage like every young person to go be single and maximize that. And I also encourage like every young person, if it feels right, it's not forced to like a hundred percent embrace love. Mm-hmm. I think it's stupid to be like, Oh, like, I'm young. I'm not dating anybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I personally don't think you should ever say, like, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. I'm not dating anyone. I think you should just let it let be, you know, what what's going on. Like, that's right. like every, that's... Just let everything flow. My, like, uh, I was, my ex-girlfriend, like, I was at a place where I personally didn't, I didn't see myself dating anyone anytime soon. I had, like, tried. I'd been going out, like, doing different things. And I kind of was just like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to focus on this. I'm going to stop thinking about it. And then the cafe I go to every single morning, I was like sitting there and she sat down at a table in front of me. And then like, I had fallen in love with her like right there. So, but if I had had, I had my head like love at first sight moment. Yeah, we did. We did. I could tell that whole story. Yeah, no, I want to hear all that. It's pretty good. I feel like that's rare. A lot of like, I don't know if I've ever really had a in love at first sight moment. I, I kind of like, I mean, I know previous to dating her, I was saying like, I don't want to meet. You know, I'd, I'd like to try to not meet my girlfriend through DM or like a dating app. Like I want it to feel natural. What and I right. always feel like what happens when you're like when people are overly looking like, oh, I want a girlfriend, mm-hmm. I want a boyfriend. They never find it. And then when mm-hmm. you just stop caring, it always yeah. comes. Yeah, no, I That's searched desperately. Like I'll openly admit it. I moved up to L.A. and like I did the whole club scene. Like I was all over the place just throwing myself at everything, like trying to find. <laughs> you know, Young I'm, guy with hormones. No, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being honest. I was like an 18 year old boy. just moved to Hollywood. You're I, a girl. I like, yeah, like I wanted the love. I was yeah. like, shit, like I want to find somebody that I really care about. And that was the worst thing I could have done. Like I should have just, you know, patience. Like love finds its way every single time. Yeah. Every single, you just have to trust as corny as it sounds in the universe and in love that it will if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If you're meant to meet That's someone, you That's for everything, meet them. too. I live by that. For real. I get, I'm getting off the highway. I get on the wrong intersection. Like, like if it's meant, it's meant to, be, to be, it'll yo, be. But it here's, must here's have to be. Th- here's the thing. Here's you're the late thing. for our podcast. I'm <laughs> like, guys, it was meant was to like, be. It was not meant to be summer. <laughs> no, but like, the, the thing is, is, okay, say even it, even if that's just a bunch of bullshit that humans have made up to make ourselves feel better, it, it is a very relieving thought. Like, I, I used to deal with pretty serious anxiety and just, I would always remind myself, like, Things happen for a reason. Right. My car got broken into a few months ago, and I lost all of my equipment like this. And I remember the only thing that calmed me down was just going like, you know, like there, there's going to be a diamond in this rough. Like this, mm. this is happening for a reason. And uh, ironically, my career like 
blossomed pretty quickly and I got a lot of huge opportunities directly following that whole incident. So I don't know. Yeah. But we should tie back to the the story of how I met her. Yeah. Yeah. I, like uh, yeah, I want to hear podcast it. Podcast is about love, it right? Is. Um, I, I get so sidetracked, like I'll derail. Dude, that's me and you. Me, me and you will like me talking I'm, about like two like, months in a second. Like, <laughs> I'm like, put me back. No, that's why Amanda's here. Amanda is like the referee. The she's like, yeah, she like starts like blowing the whistle. Yeah, yeah, Stop. Yeah, the, literally have a whistle. Anyways, anyways, anyways. All right, so I'm gonna give a little shout out real quick. Dialogue Cafe, um, corner of Sunset and Holloway. Oh, it's a good place. For, is that your place? Sounds like a great place for meetings. No, that that is my spot. place. I love the, Raphael, the owner, his son Todd. Amazing, amazing Rafa, spot. I love sure. them. Like best food in Hollywood. Anyways, done doing mine. Uh, they my have food ad. too, so not but, only coffee. No, food. it's food. Co- it's, oh, I love I love places that have food too because I'm like I want food. So, I don't want a biscuit. Like yeah, it's so good. Anyways, I started going there every single day. One, <laughs> one for the food, and two because I love the staff. And I deep down was like, I feel like there's a reason that I'm just drawn to this place morning and morning, like time and time again. I was going like, Raphael. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little <laughs> bit of Raphael, but it was also like this deep feeling. Raphael. And Raphael. I, I was sitting there one, I like walk in one morning and I see this girl sitting there on her laptop. She had no makeup on, was by herself, like just chipping away on her laptop. And I'm like, that's my girl, like right there. Like that's everything I need. Like a woman. laptop. Yeah, I was like, she editing a photo right now. <laughs> I was like, laptop, no makeup, like by herself, doesn't need nobody. Like this is sick. And I walked in. And then I, her friend walks up. You're like, she's not like, so. <laughs> no, but I, I sat down. You're not an independent woman. I sat down. And I was looking at her, and I was like, wow, like this girl's so gorgeous. Like I need to say something. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do it. And I like totally wussed out. And um, I got in the car and I drove home. Oh, you I'm, left. You actually left. Yeah, I left. <laughs> I left. I was like almost home, and my roommate just like looks at me. and He's like, "I don't know why, man, but I feel like you're in regret not saying anything to that girl." And I was like, "You're completely right." And I turned the car around and drove back, and like went up to her and just started talking to her. And then did she see you leave and come back, or she was just yeah, in her own world? No, she noticed. And then like a week later, uh, we like flew to New York together. And then three weeks after that, we started dating. So it was pretty crazy. Well, so you flew to New York together as the date, or like like yeah, like we hung out almost every day following meeting and yeah. then I had to go to New York and I was like so nervous that she'd forget about me on my work like while I was yeah. on my work trip that I just like no. bought her a ticket and forced her to come yeah oh yeah. gosh I mean you don't have to force me to go to New York yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right I'll like, go. let's go <laughs> take you on a date to New York summer can you please man? I will yeah we it's a romantic place yeah <laughs> what did you guys do yeah, in New York a little, like pizzerias and stuff um, what do we do in New York? Well, like, cause you're working, right? Yeah, kind of. I mean, like I, I had to shoot a few things. Um, I shot behind the scenes at SNL while I was in New York. Which was Love cool. that SNL. Oh, well, I did classic. that. She kind of just kicked it, chilled, but, yeah. um, typical, typical New York things. I mean, like we, I love walking. She she loved walking. So like we just walked around. We went and ate. I and, you love know. walking. She no walking. We just great. Wa- I love walking, no, no, walking too. No, hey, hey, walking is so <laughs> underrated. I'm I'm telling you right now, like. But that's what New Good. York is, though. New York, New York I'm, I'm starting walk. to advocate it in LA, though. Yeah. Like, re- I'm, I'm really trying. You're, I, I'm all it's for good. it. I'm down Good to for walk. the head, good for thinking. It's, you know, it's good for your physical health, and you get to see a ton of stuff. That's we true. did a lot of walking. We explored. Dude, I went love walking. She was active. She yeah. was adventurous. Yeah, we went. We got matcha. I went shopping, shot. Um, went to the Museum of Sex. It's so funny when you don't know, like, um, photographer terms. We shot. I'm like, what did they shoot? And I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the Museum of Sex. That was cool. Went there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, see, that's a good one. Right off the bat. What is that? Like, seeds. Yeah. What is um, Museum of Sex? I think it's sex. just, like, all the ways to have sex. 
in a museum. So, <laughs> so like, I mean, awkward with her? Like, no, because like, never been to I mean, I, I personally am like just my humor so dry and I'm so open that like if I can't go to the Museum of Sex with you after like, like literally right now we can go to the Museum of Sex. Like I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just, I'm like a really open person. I was like, this sounds so funny. They have a room. And it's just inflatable boobs that like you jump on, like a bouncy house. Oh, really? Yeah, like that it's just stupid so shit like that. It's like it's a so bachelorette fun. party in there. Yeah, like, you it's just, crazy. Yeah, or bachelor. You're just like just bouncing on boobs. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nice picture. Did you get any shots in there? <laughs> I actually didn't, but um, you should have. I know. No cameras. So what happened with that though? You went to New York, you came back, and then um, yeah. What I was the we, end? We we were together for the last uh, almost five months. We actually broke up two days ago. <gasps> So this is kind of oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, he's getting on his feelings. He's like, but, but, but sometimes breakups great. are the best thing because that just shows that person it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I mean, no, she's. But uh, I mean, after two days, you guys like might get back person. together. Like, I'm just well, saying, that's, that's don't what, tie yeah, them off. This whole conversation. The best podcast. You might bring her on, and we're like, yeah, we thought you were like, we thought you were gone. To be honest, like this whole, I, I like tried to not go down this route, but then it just opened up because realistically, like. All the feelings are still fresh and like she yeah. is a great girl i just i i feel like right now for what i've got going on that it just doesn't make sense to continue to be in a relationship um because you're still I, traveling i wish her the best and who knows maybe we'll like everything will be solved a week from now a month from now two days from now like it's hard to yeah. tell like where know. everything will take you was it so, trust issues no 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 it was nothing with her it's just yeah. literally like i i had the last few weeks it's been almost a good thing i felt so focused creatively like more than i ever have you know i like I said, in school, I struggled so much with focus. So I've just been trying to maximize, mm. you know, like almost like this newfound ability I have to accomplish like what I've wanted to get accomplished. I've been setting dates, making those dates, hitting milestones and doing so much that I want to be selfish right now. Like mm -hmm. I really, it's not fair to her for me to not be like giving her the time that she deserves. And I just wasn't doing that. So I, I, was, I just decided that like, you know, it'd be better for us right now to be friends. Like we're supposed to go to a workout class tomorrow. Like we're we're good. Like we're gonna That's keep good. it very neutral. We're gonna keep it healthy. Like I said, she's she's a wonderful human being. I just don't think right now I See, should be See, what in a you're saying right now is so important. That respect, like, yeah, for giving sure. that to even if you break up with something, you still have to appreciate. No, the if she if she's watching this, like I want you to know that you're one of the brightest <laughs> girls I've ever met. But, oh, um, I love it. Just no, it's like right now. It's so it's so good though. Like the it's way so it's so crazy. Yeah. Like talking about this with someone other than my mom. It's literally been like two and a half days. So. <laughs> So we have question number one. Hey, so I feel really sad and anxious like all the time. I don't want to go on prescription drugs or anything, but I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm always online dash social media and that just makes me more anxious. I can't tell if it's just because I'm young and bored a lot because I'm ready to go out there in the world and do something. What exactly? I'm not sure, LOL or if I actually have a problem. For example, I was dating this really cute girl for a couple of months and at first it was really fun and light and we were in love. But then I started feeling sad and anxious and didn't want to hang out with her as much. Then she started getting mad at me and I was thinking I was being shady because I wouldn't spend every waking hour with her anymore. And I told her I just wanted to be alone and so she got more mad and we broke up. Now I heard she's telling my friends that she thinks I am depressive, but I don't know if I really am or if just because I'm young and moody. Do you ever get sad or anxious? 
what do you do to help? And that's from the angsty guy. The angsty guy. The what are your thoughts guy. on this, Sam? Um, I actually, I, I have thoughts on this. I, <laughs> I've always, I've always um, dealt with anxiety, and it was pretty manageable. Like started, it started around middle school, and you know, it, it escalated from like different seasons, different times, and it was always a very manageable thing. Um, and then around, I want to say December-ish, maybe. For the first time, my anxiety felt unmanageable, which I would say like led to sort of mild depression. And I never felt like that in my entire life. Like I, I didn't know what was going on. I'm always so ecstatic that even when shit goes south, I'm like still good. Like I'm still feeling fine. You know what I mean? And for the first time, I was like, I, my anxiety is not controllable. I don't know why I feel unmotivated. I feel sad. Like, you know, music wasn't sounding the same. Things didn't excite me like they used to. It sucked. Uh, but I, I feel like in those situations, you have to take a step back. There's a few, there's a few very important things I did that solved that problem. One of those things was accept it. Accept that you feel like shit. Don't keep questioning, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel this way? Don't let people say, I don't understand. What are you anxious about? Like, you have nothing to be anxious about. If your emotions are always valid, it doesn't matter how psychotic they are. If you feel a certain way, you feel a certain way. Accept that you feel that way embrace your sadness and go, okay, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm going on. I'm not denying it anymore. I'm going to seek help. Secondly, you have to then evaluate your life, your poor choices, your good choices, and what you could do to actively help the way you're feeling. So I looked at, I looked at everything. I was going, all right, you're not sleeping enough. You're drinking a little bit more than you should. Like there's, there's different unhealthy decisions that you're making. You're burning the candle at a lot of ends. Like you haven't spent as much time with your family as maybe you should have. Like I was looking at all my flaws and a lot of my negative habits, and I'm going, all right, so let's start correcting these because these aren't helping your anxiety. Like, this is just making it worse. Started correcting those, and then I went, what could, what could help your anxiety? You know, being outside, working out, things like that. So if you're feeling anxious and sad, huge, huge thing that helped me. I was super out of shape. I was eating like shit, and I wasn't doing anything for my physical fitness. Mm. I now make an effort every day to walk everywhere, to get outside, break a sweat of some sort, whether it's going and skating, doing this, doing that, and hitting the gym, working out, working out helped my mental health It's so a form much. of meditation. No, I for feel sure. Like, yeah. like when you're working on, like for me, I go on the longest runs and yeah. that's when I get clarity. Mm -hmm. That's like, I feel my best. For sure. No, and, and look, and it's not like you're just going to, I'm, this is, I'm going to like spiral because there's like a lot I need to say and I feel like people need to hear this. Working out really helps. And I'm not saying that you need to go and you need to be bench pressing every day. It's more of the idea of sticking to a routine, like seeing, like it, it's different things. It releases serotonin. Physically, you're gonna like the way you look, which just makes you happier. When you're comfortable with your body, you're going to be happier. Like that's just how it is. So that that's helpful. And then now I've found that like focus-wise and all my ideas, like I was in a creative rut during this time. I couldn't think of any ideas. I'll be at Barry's boot camp at like 7:30 in the morning. Be sprinting my heart out on the treadmill, and boom, like my photo shoot idea will come to my head. Um, that's like randomest times, or like like uh, half the time I get out of my, I normally do berries. Half the time I get out of my workout class in the morning, the first thing I do is make a FaceTime call in the locker room, and I like call somebody, and be like, "Yo, really random, but I just got this idea." I do that the exact same thing on my runs. Yeah, like, so I'll I, pick I, up and I'll call like. Yeah, I feel like oh, honey, maybe even could have been a product of a run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like once you. You know, once you get to this place where you kind of get all of your thoughts to flow much freer and you feel controlled, it's really helpful. So overall, like what I'm going to say regarding, regarding your anxiety, regarding feeling sad, just little things I did to help. Clean first. Do everything so that you feel 
you know, baseline zero. Like well, they you're say good. your home is a represent representative of representation of your life. So if you have a messy home, it leads to yeah. a messy mind, messy. So like that helped me. Uh, wor working out really helps. Eating like what you're putting in, like in your body, eating healthy is so important. It's like it's like putting shitty gasoline in a Lamborghini. It's cool. That's like the phrase my mom always used. You have to put good gas in a nice car, and you have to treat yourself like a nice 91. car. Ninety-one. Yeah, exactly. You got to put the ninety-one in you. <laughs> so like that, you know, that's gonna help you a ton too, and then. I mean, this doesn't work for everyone, but I personally think having a routine is a really nice thing. Yeah. Like, I, I love waking up at a similar time every day, like, going and getting a breath of fresh air, like, walking to my local coffee shop, saying hi to the super sweet barista that's always there. Like, those little things create a sense of, like, peace in a very hectic life. Anyways, mm. and that, that really helped me, too. And then the last thing is, like, boredom. Boredom for me is what drives me absolutely bonkers. Mm -hmm. If I don't have something to do, I'm going crazy. So like set a project. If you don't know what you want to do in your life career-wise, set small projects. Be like, I'm going to lose this much weight or I'm going to I'm going to paint. I'm going to make a painting. Like whatever it is, just set a project, stick to it and do it. And fulfilling something that you set out to do will bring you like such an overwhelming feeling of satisfaction that I think that could definitely really help. And don't be afraid to talk to your peers, talk to your parents. Don't be afraid to go to a therapist or a psychiatrist. That doesn't make you crazy. I, I have a di like I have a di diagnosis, is that how you say it? That I, I, like I have a diagnosed mental health issue. Like I was diagnosed with serious anxiety. You're not a crazy person. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I was so terrified for a doctor to tell me like, yes, like you have this. Like I, you know what I meant? Like I was so scared to see a therapist. I thought that that made me weird and like, it's so not. It's so normal. I'm sure that both of you guys at some point or another I, have had a complete <laughs> mental breakdown and had to go to a therapist. Like, I went to a therapist because my parents went through a divorce and it was like, yeah. they were like, you need this. And I didn't even know I needed it. But I was like, well, okay, it, I'll you go. Got, look, you got to deal yeah. with your feelings. You got to acknowledge yeah. them. And you have to actively chip away and work at making them better. It's not going to be an overnight process. It's going to take a while. Mm -hmm. But you will start to see a difference. Yeah. Not true. No, it's true. Like, and, and I can't agree more with the working out because me is like, I like hold, I like hold in a lot of stuff. And like when I don't work out, I'm like meaner. <laughs> like, yeah. and I, like, I like need you to work out. I need out to get it all. Cause I'm like a very aggressive person. Like just me in general. Like I'm just like, I hold, I'm just like a lot, you know? So mm -hmm. I like need to get it out and like release the good endorphins. Like I wake up at um, 7.30, I'm at the gym by eight and I work out and it starts your day. It's just like so amazing. Like you just feel so good. Yeah. yeah. Like no, it's like real. amazing. Working out is in general, you just start feeling good about yourself. Wait, and then tying, tying back to what? <laughs> no. This, wait, yeah, yeah, I, I agree, but I, I just, I just had to start. I don't want to forget it. Tying back to what this mm. kid said um, about the girl that he was seeing mm. and how she labeled him as like depressive and this and that. I'm, I'm sure for the girl, it was definitely difficult. Like, it, it, of course, it's going to be hard to deal with someone that's emotionally not at the best place. I've had friends, I've had lovers that have been in that situation. But one thing you have to remind yourself, if they can't have you at your lows, then they shouldn't have you at your highs. Like, if they can't be there for you when you're at rock bottom, then why should they deserve you when you're at your best? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, oh, that's you know, maybe, maybe it wasn't meant to be. I don't know your relationship, but all I'm saying is, you know, I get why it could have been difficult for her and I get why that might not have been unhealthy. But at the same time, don't beat yourself up over it because, you know, there, there is this such thing as like, 
when you feel like shit, your friends should lift you up and then it's going to be even better when you're feeling your best. Mm -hmm. Right. And what I kind of get from it too is like she really liked him and she was sad that he didn't want to spend time with her. So it's like her, that needy, insecure girl coming out just being like, oh, he has something wrong with him to make him, her feel better. Like, yeah, which she is, probably which is feels normal. unwanted, you know, it, you know? It's normal to feel that way, but it goes both ways. Yeah, and true. I would say also for like he's asking if he needs prescription meds. Like I think that's something to completely for doctors to decide. Yeah. So like we're not... You know, and that's the other thing I'm gonna say. Like I, yeah. you know, do your do your research. Yeah. Like, don't don't be afraid to go to a doctor and get a recommendation. Like, I I, I don't, you know, I don't think I don't think that should be something that's um first. Like, I mean, it shouldn't be first. But if it resorts to that, it doesn't need to be taboo. It, it like it's better it's better to seek medical help than to be living in this miserable bubble and i know a lot of people that medication has really helped them mm -hmm. i just think it's something that you need to make that decision yourself and you need to do adequate research to you know make sure it's the right decision yeah, for you because there's all different routes there's the prescription meds which i'm not fully like in love with the idea of some people it helps but you know like and then there's the you know chinese medicine too which is the more herbal and like you know mm -hmm. just trying to do it more in a natural way but I understand and people. I think have, they should always try like what we recommended, like working out, like for in, like steps. a better like. But some people, step. yeah, I totally like. I'm a thousand percent like go the most natural way possible until like you figure out what yours. Everybody's different. No, everybody, see, nothing in life is cookie cutter. Yeah, like no, we're all different, and yeah. we all have different needs. So you guys kind of have to figure out for yeah. what works for you. Because some and, people have legitimate chemical imbalances too that they just yeah, and it's, sure. you can't help it. It's yeah. just the brain because we have chemical like it's you no, know it's everything. It's no different than a broken arm. Like yeah. It yeah. It doesn't make you weird. It doesn't make you crazy. It doesn't make you. It's just that's what your body needs. You mm -hmm. know. And, and then is, the whole like so like I feel like with mental health there's gonna be a lot more problems because of social media. Because yeah. it causes a lot of, like, he was saying that he's yeah. always on social media and on the internet and stuff, and it causes more mental health Honestly, issues. Honestly, man, set a timer. Yeah. Seriously. You know, on the new iPhones, it tells you how long you've been on. Sometimes I'm, like, embarrassed for myself how long I've been on. I'm, like, oh, my God. I don't, I don't, you don't I even don't realize. that much. Like, I, I'll post. I have phrases. I have phases, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, it's just, like, day, being, I'm on mine. Amazon a lot. Like, I love oh, that's Amazon. shopping, though. That's, like, oh, a no, different... No, but I'm, it still tells you how long you're on your phone. And yeah, yeah. It will tell you each app, but it's, like, but I'm think... on my phone a yeah. lot because of Amazon, and I like to go on Pinterest. Like, I'm always I, on Pinterest. I, I think the best strategy is to, okay, use your phone whenever you want to. Don't, like, stress out about it because that's just another stress for your life. But, like, when you're in social settings, really interact. just... Yeah, interact with people. Like, for me, it's like, okay, going to dinner, I don't want to be at a dinner where everybody's on their phone. I'd rather everybody just, like, throw their phone away for a second. Have you heard this? This is what um, we've piles. done. Oh, yeah. How, like, whoever touches their phone yeah, first has to, has pay, to pay the bill. Yeah. yeah. I'm not touching that shit. I'm good. Like, who actually does that? Like, do a we've lot. done that. Do I've done it, it a lot. Time I go to dinner. Every time? Mm -hmm. I've done it a lot with I my mean, family. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, normally normally by the time the bill comes around, we all end up splitting it. Yeah. But I think the concept of it is good. It, it forces it people makes to, like... It makes you not... It makes you think, think about think not being like on your you phone. you feel guilty being the first one to grab your phone. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, in summary, for our angsty guy... Take CBD. Just kidding. <laughs> CBD is great. I no, actually, CBD. I do take... Do you take CBD? Um, for anxiety yeah, yeah, stuff? Yeah, I do. I've tried the drops, the gummies, the whole nine. They're, they're cool. I love yeah. It. I, think I, it, I think it actually does work. Yeah, I love the oil. Yeah. Back to the honey pot. Mm -hmm. We got our second question. 
Hi, so a few years ago I was diagnosed by bi bipolar disorder. At first it was kind of a shock, but now I am really comfortable with myself and my diagnosis. Really, it has been so life-changing. I've connected with other people like me, and it's been a great experience. I am medicated and have a really supportive group of friends and family, but the hard part has been dating. I recently started dating someone, and it's becoming more serious, so I know that I should bring it up, but I don't want to scare him away. But I also don't want to lie to him. What should I do? Have you ever had something you didn't want to tell a new boyfriend and that you thought would scare him away from to conceal or reveal? Mm -hmm. Oh, honey. <laughs> Oh, honey, to oh, conceal honey. or reveal. I think it's always good to reveal. Um, yeah, because if you reveal... Then eventually, it's going to happen. And then if you reveal and he doesn't like it, then obviously he's not the one for you. I also yeah. think it's like a, a good testament to if he really, truly cares about you, you right. know? Well, that's what I think the main question is, though, is like it's so new that she, he or she, we don't I know. I think she. Um, or he, I don't know. Either one. <laughs> Like, I'm, might be afraid that, okay, it's so new, they just don't want this baggage because they don't weren't able to get to know me enough yet to really I would say I would say make an impression. Yeah. You know, like, I, I'm going to use an example that's not exactly similar, but it kind of, um, my age, like, I'm, I'm 19, so, you know, like, if I say, like, you didn't know anything about me, and, like, I just met you at an event, mm -hmm. and right off the bat, I was like, I'm 19 realistically, you're probably, like, your first conclusion is, like, Stereotypes. oh, like, yeah, like, he might be more immature, like, you might, you might not take me as seriously. So, generally, like, I, I think it's good for me to get the conversation going, mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of without anything filtering, like, like, without any preconceived notion in their head, let them make an impression of me, and then go, oh, by the way, like, you know, I am, I'm 19. To answer your question, honestly, to answer it shortly, I think, I think, yes, absolutely, you tell him. But make, make your impression so that he doesn't draw any conclusions and blow it out of proportion in his head. And then just be straight up honest. And if at that point he's not okay with it, then like, oh, honey, he's just not, he's just not for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was the best love, honey, ever. <laughs> the, per the, person, the person that you're with needs to accept you for like, your perfect imperfections, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, it's also educating a little bit, too, because there is, like, people do have those stereotypes. Yeah, so. I relate to it because my sister is diagnosed bipolar, and I've had to deal with it my whole life. But, like, and you, the ups and downs are, like, insane, and it's just, like, what? there's no in-between. It's, like, she's the sweetest, most amazing person in the world, and you love her, and she, or she's the devil. There's no, there's no in-between. Is she medicated for it? Oh, uh, we... She um, took medication for a little bit, but then she would wake up in the night because she had, like, the worst nightmares, like, night terrors. Like, wow. she was, like, like we couldn't do it anymore because she was scared to go to bed because she would have, like, insane night terrors. And that's the thing with medication is, like, everyone's different, so people react different. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that are on suicide, like, you know, depression pills, they commit suicide because it's, like, messes yeah. them up too much, you know? So it's, like, everyone's different. Well, she doesn't like, really get good with medication. It seems like this person's um, medication... Is working. is working. So that's life. Yeah. Everything's different. So yeah. some people can't do good on that. Yeah. And Everybody's different. But I think the fact that theirs is working, everything's great. They figured out themselves and how to... Meeting friends have the same... Why should it matter if you have bipolar disorder or not at that point? I mean, it's, it's good to always reveal the, your truth. And especially if you're building a relationship and... And you want to be... Have it not be long... Yeah, and longevity. Like... Anytime lies start coming into place, and even white lies, like when you're talking around something, you're lying. Lies fester. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They fester, they grow. 
Yeah, you're avoiding like small, it. It starts and as a small. Maybe if it hasn't like came up in topic, maybe it's not like, oh, I'm bipolar. Like yeah. you know, it's a conversation. Like, you know, but like maybe like a little bit deeper into the relationship, if they the topic comes off or something, it's not like you're not you're not lying if the topic hasn't came up and you're like, hey, I'm not bipolar. Like you're not yeah. lying if you haven't said anything. But if it comes up, she should definitely tell. I would want if I was dating somebody that was bipolar and like I just met them, I like them. And I like them a lot, and it was like enough to date them. I mean, that means you like them already. It's already the interest is there. And like after a few dates or whatever, they came to me and told me that they were bipolar. I'd be like, cool. Like, tell me about that. Like, yeah. what what does that I mean? Like, elaborate. I don't even yeah. understand it. Like, yeah. Like it's like, how does that work? All right. How do how you know you what you take medication for it? Awesome. Like, um, do you have like outbursts or like what should I expect so I know how to handle it if anything happens or like mm -hmm. you know it's just I think communication is the number one thing in any relationship and if there's no communication that's where the issues come even if it's like from even in work like with an assistant or with like uh, your your family or with your friends like Summer I don't like it when you do that mm -hmm. like you know it's like if I don't tell you that you'll never know and then it just becomes this thing inside of me that like festers and grows and it's and like how resentment yeah and resentment is like a huge killer of relationships yeah and i feel like the more you delay things like that just builds and, and builds. i'm sure obviously it's stressing yeah him or her out because she's like it's on the, her mind so it's like just get it out of the way and then you don't have to worry about and it and the other person feels that for sure yeah like they're like probably what's your wrong. mind is your somewhere energy, else your energy's <laughs> off yeah so i think just Tell him or her, let them know, like just and have a real conversation. You don't have to do it in a joking way. Don't make it see, sound like so intense either. Don't scare them with it. Like, hey, I have something to tell you. Like in conversation, yeah. like ask questions, like get to know each other. Like ask him if he has anything. Your like, vibe is going to set the tone of the conversation. So mm -hmm. if you're like, hey, oh boy, oh no, like, yeah. oh geez, <laughs> like they're going to get terrified. But if you just like, come I, out can confident. Can I tell you something? Like, any of those things are, like, because like, oh, you, you, your mind takes it somewhere, like, completely, like, bad. Yeah. If you just make it, this is normal, this is your life as it is, that's how the tone should be. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like if that person, like, is worth it, they'll be cool with it. And they'll be like, yeah. And if they're not, then good thing you did it earlier because then you, you just. You wasted a lot of time if you date them for a while and they're like, oh, no, I don't date bipolar people. You're yeah. like, like well you're a shitty person goodbye <laughs> like yeah. so it's easy that was that was a pretty easy one to me yeah right well that is it for the honey pot so sam what do you got going on um coming up i'm actually doing my first workshop which mm -hmm. is pretty exciting oh uh, yeah that's so amazing. I'm, I'm gonna have 20 students i'm gonna teach them everything that's like built my career and i i love teaching that's awesome um in la yeah okay. and the goal is i mean it's sold out. Yeah. So once I do that and I kind of figure out like what I like and what I don't like, I want to try to sell out another day in LA. Mm -hmm. And if the success rate continues and I'm looking to do one in each major city in the country and then maybe out of the country as well, because my photography fan base is pretty widespread. It's in a yeah. lot of random places. And I think New York would be a great place to do one. Maybe even Australia, because I have a lot Global. of fans over there. Yeah. I think that'd be, I mean, that's like my dream to tour, yeah. tour a workshop and just be like teaching around the world. The internet makes the world a small place. Yeah. Um, and then a little farther off, but approaching quickly, I'm doing my first gallery. So I'll have a, a bunch of prints. I'm, you guys 100% have to come. Yeah. But, you know, there'll be a bar, a DJ. It'll be like sort of a party art exhibit type deal. Uh, 
really looking forward to that. I mean, that's like my dream is to get everybody that's been someone to me in my career all in one room and like just have us all celebrate art together. That's awesome. Sounds like that's the awesome. best and thing ever. And who knows, you might meet somebody there. Yeah, you never know. Unexpectedly. Yeah. But make sure you guys subscribe to the Oh Honey podcast. You can download it on iTunes, Spotify, whichever way you consume your podcast. Do it. Links Link below. below. Check it out. Check out Sam and his work. Incredible. And we're going to do a photo shoot right now. Oh, yeah. Shall we? I actually brought my camera. Did you? Yeah. Got some black and white film in here. Oh. Take some oh, it, Sam is a best One, at film. That's going to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> done. Thank you guys so done much for done. watching. We love you. And if you have any diary entries you want to send in, it is diary at ohoney. Oh, at diary. Wait. It's diary at ohoneydiary.com. Send them in. We're getting to know this email. Diary diary at ohoneydiary.com. Boom, baby. Boom, baby, boom. See you later. We love you. Oh, Oh, honey. Diary LLC makes no warranty or guarantee as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information and recommendations presented in this podcast are general opinions only. This podcast should not be considered professional or expert advice. Reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own discretion.